Alright, what is up everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Lost in Time pod. Uh, today is Wednesday, uh, hump day actually, sorry, um, May 17th. And if you have a birthday, happy birthday. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Beat nuts, Mr. Meth, you know how we do. Okay, that song is like, I don't even, like, I didn't even have to play any lyrics, and I hope you guys were bopping to that song. Um, Method Man is just, I don't know, he just, the way he raps is just so, like, it gets me so into the music, you know what I mean? Like, it it just sparks like a completely different interest, you know. Um, that song is called Sakabu, um, S E space A C A B O. If uh, if you guys cared, it's a remix. But that song is just I love. Uh, I don't know. I love that song. Throwback hip hop is just like a different vibe itself, and uh, not like really throwback, I guess. But for me, I would call it a throwback because. I don't know. Let, let me check when it came out because I have a pretty pretty solid bet that uh, that it came out before I was uh, before I was born. Yeah, it was it was in two thousand one, and uh, I was born in oh two, so that is now deemed a throwback. So or or do I call it something else because it was before my time? Like, is a throwback something that like? I experienced at one point or is a throwback something that's like I don't know that's a solid question I guess um yeah I don't know but I don't know I just love throwback music because it's just a completely different vibe from now and like I don't think we'll ever really get much music like that again I think music's just kind of changed in a completely different direction and I think it is not I don't know, it's not what it was, and old school hip hop is just like boom bap beats and like all that stuff just intrigues a certain part of my brain, and uh, I can listen to pretty much any old school music and just start vibing from it, like Mob Deep, um, Method Man obviously, um, Nas, um, Biggie obviously, uh, Tupac, um, Wu-Tang, Ice Cube, um, Hove, like Jay-Z, obviously, um, I like some of his old stuff, and he has a lot of music that was before I was born, too, so, I don't know, NWA, um, Eminem, obviously, like, the fact that Eminem, let me see, I have to look this up now, um, if Eminem has music from, like, Oh yeah, he does. He definitely does. And that's a that's a stupid question. I'm not even gonna ask that out loud because I know he has music from yeah he has music from '99. So like the Slim Shady LP came out in 1999, and his most recent album came out in 2022. So he's been making music longer than I've been alive. So shout out to uh shout out to M for that. I was also listening to the Dissect podcast, and they were talking about um, 
Kendrick Lamar's Damn album. Uh, if you guys don't listen to the Dissect podcast, go listen to that. If you guys like understanding music, like what they're saying in songs, like he breaks down every line and like every bar of like some songs. And it's like he has a bunch of different seasons, or they, I guess. Like, like I can think it's a group. Um, and right now I'm listening to the ones where he's talking about uh, the album Damn by Kendrick Lamar. And I think Damn is the first rap album or like that type of album to ever be like given a certain award like an award and it's it's uh the award is so that it can be taught in like poetry classes in like schools like english classes which i think is so cool because it's like the way it's written if you've listened to the whole album you'd completely understand why it was given that you know it's just such a such a good album i don't even know how to explain it like that is probably my favorite album ever maybe i don't really listen to albums completely a lot of the time because i feel like newer music is a lot more washed down and you can't really listen to full albums as much as like you could before but i might be completely wrong and some people might disagree with that but that's kind of how i feel about music like unless they drop like a 10 song album and it's like all bangers it's like a lot of artists don't really drop bigger albums anymore and the bigger albums just consist of a lot of like i don't know a lot of whack stuff in between you know but i don't know i just music hits different from before i was born when i was like really young so i just never really got into a lot of this music until probably a few years ago or like five or six years ago um when i was younger i I don't even know what I listened to, for being honest. I, I'd listen to, like, there's a song called Mr. Mom. I listened to that song a lot. All American Rejects, I used to listen to. Um, Jason Derulo, when I was younger. Uh, the Cupid Shuffle was constantly on. I'd play that on YouTube all the time. That's crazy, because I, like, I remember watching YouTube from, like, ever ago to, like, all the way now. And I've always been obsessed with YouTube. Like, the fact that YouTube's had me for, like, I don't know, like 15 years or like 14, 13 years or something like that. It's wild. Yeah, I used to watch, uh, I used to watch music videos on there. I would watch Lolly Paint, or wow, I can't even speak. Lollipop by Lil Wayne. Um, I watched the video to Six Foot, Seven Foot, I think. Um, In My Head by Jason Derulo. Uh, what you say by Jason Derulo the Cupid shuffle video because I wanted to learn how to do it because we used to do it in like my music class in elementary school we would like learn how to do the Cupid shuffle and it was kind of sick I felt like the shit not gonna lie but I, I couldn't dance I couldn't even do the Cupid shuffle so yeah I don't know in the in elementary school too there was, like, in my gym class, we had to learn, a, like, a dance to a song by the Black Eyed Peas. And what song is it? I don't know. So I'm going to look it up. But, uh, yeah, in elementary school, they made us, like, learn a dance. It was I Got a Feeling, right? That has one billion listens on Spotify, by the way, which is crazy. Um, but 
we had to learn this dance and we were going to go like it was going to be recorded and put on TV like on the news or some shit and uh, I ended up not going because I didn't want to didn't want to go on TV this was probably like second or third grade probably like third grade because I was only in that school until uh, I don't know I was there from kindergarten to like fourth grade and then I moved up no I moved up at the beginning of fourth grade to the new school but which is kind of tough because like the fact that I moved out of elementary school in like third grade is kind of rough because I don't really have those those long-term like since I was a kid friends you know what I mean like to a degree but I don't know I don't really even when I moved to my new school I don't really have any friends that I talk to well not many I probably two friends that I talk to from elementary school I have probably like two friends that I've talked to since middle school. Those are two different friends. Um, I don't even I don't even really talk to these people like every now and again, you know. So it's more like keeping in touch, but not. I don't know, not consistently updating. I guess. Um, in high school, I have probably one per like two people shout out to jeff you know you're one of them me and jeff have been friends for like almost eight years which is kind of crazy um we went to a Sox game yeah let's talk about that i went to a Sox game on saturday that was my first uh my first red Sox game and my like third time ever in boston um, which is kind of crazy because i don't live far from boston but i just like never get down there um it was a beautiful game. It was a four o'clock game. Um, funny story. So, I, me, and him went to a Sea Dogs game, um, a Portland Sea Dogs game. Probably a few years ago at this point, two years ago, maybe um, a year and a half, something like that. I went to a Sea Dogs game, and it was a rehab start for Chris Sale, and because he was recovering from an injury, and they normally. If you don't know baseball, um, when you have an injury, they put you in, like, the lower leagues, like, the minor leagues to, like, recover and, like, face some people and, like, progressively get better and then go back and have a comeback. Um, me and him went to that game, and Chris Sale started, and he had, like, three or four innings, uh, no hitter. Well, there's technically, like, one hit, but I think they ruled it an error, so he got, like, a no hitter. I don't know. Kind of shady. Um, it was a good game, though. I think Portland won. I don't remember. That was a minute ago. But in the same game, me and him went on the field. And they do this thing. Uh, it's like a lobster toss. Because it's in Portland and like Maine's known for lobsters and shit. Um, you have like this basket thing that you each have to hold on one side. And they, they like toss freaking lobsters. I don't know why I just tried to muffle a swear. I swear a lot. Um lobsters from like nets or something like that i forget what it was like lacrosse sticks or something like that paddles maybe um and you have to catch a certain amount in the basket and they give you like a minute i think you had to catch a certain amount and we caught like the exact amount with like one second left i think it was like we got just enough they gave us like uh it was like a little like debit 
card or something like that. It had like 50 bucks on it. So I pretty much paid for the tickets and the gas there, which was pretty sick. Um, yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, and on Saturday, Chris Sale pitched. He pitched a gem, an absolute gem. He pitched eight innings, three hits, maybe one walk. No, zero walks, I think. Like nine or ten strikeouts. I think it was ten strikeouts. And then he only gave up one run, and it was a Nolan Arenado solo shot to, like, on the monster, which was, like, tough. But he had an absolute gem. They were up 3-1. Like, they were, they were killing it. Um, and then you go into the ninth inning, and I was hoping for Kenley Jansen to come in all game. I was like, I wanted to see Kenley pitch. Uh, I've never seen him. I've obviously never seen him in person. Um, I wanted to see him pitch. And he comes in the game and has, like, three pitch clock violations, which is, like, a new rule where, like, you only have a certain amount of time if you take too long. So that was, like, he let people move up. Like, the, the runners advanced. He gave up, like, three walks. He only let up one hit, but he gave up three runs in the top of the ninth. So the Red Sox were down 4-3. Bottom of the ninth, got one on base, fizzled out, and lost the game. So it was a good, it was a good environment for 95% of the game. And then at the end, it was kind of like, damn. But I had an absolutely fucking amazing time. Um, we took some pictures around Boston. Me and him took some pictures. Me and him, like, never had pictures. There's this thing I saw on Instagram. It's, like, some of your best friends you don't have. You just don't have pictures with. And, like, I feel like guys don't have pictures with anybody, but girls have pictures with everybody. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like guys that post, like, if you post on, like, Snapchat, like, happy birthday for somebody on your story, it's a video of the person. It's not a picture with them. I feel like if a girl posts a happy birthday thing on, like, Snap or, like, Insta or something like that. It'll be pictures with them, not as many, like, videos of them. You know what I mean? I feel like girls just get more pictures and guys just don't ask for them. Like, guys can just, like, stand in a circle and talk, not know each other and just talk for a while and just never ask each other's names and then just, like, leave the conversation eventually and just go on with your day. Like, guys do that. I feel like girls instantly, like, introduce themselves to each other, and they're like, this, this, and that. Which I'm not saying is a bad thing at all. Um, but I feel like it's just completely different, you know? And I feel like you don't really think about it from the opposite perspective until it's, like, brought up. In this case, at least. But it's just kind of crazy. So, like, me and him have probably, like, five pictures together ever. So I'm glad we got some. Um, he took a picture of me, which I'm absolutely, like, in love with. Um, yeah, it's like under the Sitco sign, the Sitco sign, sorry. Um, I just like pronunciate things different sometimes and people don't get it or they won't get it until it's like re-pronounced, I guess. Um, what did I say the other day? What did I say to somebody? I said, uh, oh, this is what I was thinking. Um, I'm completely getting off track. I'll think about this in a second. Um, Red Sox game. It was a great time. Boston was great. Um, me and him hung out. Great time. Uh, the day before that, this was my first time going on a golf course. And that was so much fun as well. I went with two friends. I went with Sean. And then this new guy I met, Ethan. He was pretty dope. Um, tatted up and everything. Um, 
but Sean's golfed a lot. Ethan's never golfed. I've been to driving ranges like 10 times, maybe. So like, I'm, I've never been on a course. It's like, I can't direct where I hit the ball and I can barely guarantee you I'll make decent contact. But if I make decent contact and I kind of get it to where I want to go, it's like a beautiful shot, but like, not really. It's like a mid shot. But there was, like, two times I hit a better shot than Sean, which was, like, for me, I'll take that. For him, he's probably, like, he probably let me. You know what I mean? But, yeah, there's two times that I hit the first shot. Of course, like, the first shot of the day. Fairway, really good shot. Second shot got me, like, probably 50 feet from the green. Uh, It was a par four. Um, and then my third shot, I got it probably within 15 to 20 feet of the pin and then two put it. So obviously, um, I think so. Yeah. So I think I got a bogey on it, but I didn't really care. I hit like a, probably like a hundred between a 95 and a 105 is what I hit for being realistic. Um, so I'll take that. Not too bad, but I'm glad I got two like bucket list things or like low-key goals off like that list you know what I mean um I've done like three or four hiking trails I've never done this summer or like in the past few months I guess not summer yet but or not really summer but I've done that um obviously golfed been to Boston again went to a first Red Sox game went to a Bruins game some months ago a lot of months ago actually holy shit probably like a year ago That was my first time. That was my second time in Boston. Um, But yeah, this is the thing I was trying to get to earlier. Completely different train of thought. But sometimes I pronounce things different. And instead of saying of, I'll say uh. Like, instead of saying kind of, I'll say kinda. Um, Or I'll kind of make it one word. And I feel like that's definitely a northern thing. Maybe it's mixed with a southern thing. Um, I don't know, my mom's from the south, so I feel like I kind of get a little bit of that, and living up north for so long, I feel like, pretty living up north my whole fucking life, obviously, um, I feel like I just kind of, I do that, I feel like we combine words a lot, um, and texting it to people that don't live here, or don't know it, I guess, I feel like they read it and think I'm like, stupid, you know, like when I say, well, now that I'm put on the spot, I can't really think of any. But when I say, like I said, kind of, and I'll say kinda, um, it'll obviously be K-I-N-D-A, but sometimes I'll do K-I-N-D space U-H. And I'm like, I look back at it and I'm like, there's no way they're going to understand what I'm trying to say. Like maybe they will, like they'll read it, but they'll also probably sit there and, like I said, probably think I'm just stupid as hell. But I don't know. I guess it's just like, is what it is, and if you don't understand it, I guess, figure it the fuck out, or just, I don't know, ask me, I don't know, it's just, I like, I like the fact that within one country, so many people talk so many different ways, and like, this is just one country, you know, and like, how many, how many countries are there, I don't know, I'm gonna look it up. How many countries? If you know it, comment it right now. No, I don't even know. Nobody comments, so never mind. 
how many countries? There are 195 countries in this world. In this world. Oh, sorry. In the world. Um, the total compromises 193 countries that are member states of the United Nations and two countries that are non-members observer states. The Holy See and the state of Palestine. Okay. I'm going to be honest. Second half of that, didn't understand at all. Kind of did, didn't at all. But 195 countries. Is there anybody that's ever been to all of them? I'm going to... Might as well look that up, too. Um, Has anybody been to every country? At Google. Google knows everything. And if it doesn't know this... Um... It might just, the answer might just pop up as, you're dumb as fuck. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, it has taken more than 450 flights and over a million air miles, but she'd made it to 195 unrecognized countries on the globe. The experience was exhausting. Nabongo took more than 170 flights in one year and says she nearly quit on several occasions. She's visited every country in the world. What does it mean by unrecognized countries on the globe? I feel like that's just that's just cheating. Today, only 250 people have visited every country in the world. Only? I feel like that's a fuck ton. Like, think about how much money that costs. And think about how many people can casually just do that. And then, within that subgroup of how many people that can do it, how many people actually want to do that? Holy shit. David Graham Hughes. Or, sorry. Wow, I just read that. Wow. Graham David Hughes. Did I say David Graham Hughes the first time? I don't know. Graham David Hughes, born 28 February 1979, was the first person, according to Guinness Book of World Records, to visit all nine... Ooh, 193 United Nations member states, and several other territories across the world without flying. What? Guinness Book of World Records is the type of place to have that kind of kind of record, huh? 193. He didn't, he didn't visit the Great Sea or whatever the other one was. Did he cheat? Is that like a sub record within like a. I don't know. How many countries has the average person gone to? Now Google's just sending me down a rat hole of its own within these questions. And each question kind of gets less broad and more to like different stuff. The bottom question is what country lives the longest on average? Like that's nowhere near what I asked. Data from Hostel World show Americans are only half as likely as Europeans to journey abroad. That's not what the question was. With the main reason being cost. That's why I was saying, dude. Inflation's killing everything even now. And this article was written in 2015. The average American has been to just three nations. And nearly one-third, or 29% in this case, of American adults have never been abroad. That's kind of sad. But, like, maybe some just don't have any desire. And, like, when it says abroad, you can go anywhere. You can go from U.S. to Canada or U.S. to Mexico or something like that. Like, you don't even need to go 
to like any extent, I guess, which is wild. I don't know. I want to visit a shit ton of uh, countries. One of the first ones I want to go to is, um, I don't know. I want to go to England eventually, but I've heard England's kind of sketchy. Low key. On the very low key, maybe. Um, I want to go to Ireland for sure. Um, considering I'm harsh, Irish, which I think would be cool. Um, my, my like birth name was Andrew and that's like hella Irish apparently um, and they named me that because not, I don't know I'm just getting I'm getting a rat hole um, I want to go to France I want to see Paris really bad one time I want to be that guy um, that's just like oh my god Paris but um, I want to go to Amsterdam I want to go to like Australia New Zealand, I've been put onto those too, so I wanna, I wanna see how it is. Um, obviously Canada, I feel like that'd be cool. I'll, I'll stay away from Mexico. I'm all set. Uh, one of my teachers in high school, he went as on like a vacation, and he stayed in like this gated place, and outside there were like dudes with like ARs and shit, and it's like I'm all set with that. You know, it's not really my uh, vacation cup of tea or in this sense that's not really my vacation I don't know magazine of bullets I don't know <laughs> I don't know but I want to travel to a bunch of places and then within the US I want to go to like Alaska eventually uh, my cousin went and she hiked it and she loved it I want to go out there um, I want to go to Colorado, I want to go to like Utah, I want to go to Arizona, I want to go back to Florida, um, I would definitely love to go back to Kansas, um, I went to Kansas a few years ago, I think it was my senior year, junior year, senior year, I don't remember, um, I know I was around there, uh, we drove as a family, we did a bunch of stuff on the way. We went to we went through like New York all the way over to like Indiana and then like kind of diagonal down to Kansas. I think if that's how the map works out. Um, but we went to like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and in uh, Cleveland, Ohio, and then we went to the NFL Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio, which was really cool. Um, we went to the Indianapolis Speedway, which was pretty cool. I like the restaurant. There was a restaurant I went to. Um, I have a picture of it. I'm going to have to go find this down because I really want to remember it. Um, it was a really, really good restaurant. And if for some reason any of you guys are ever in Indianapolis, fucking Indiana, um, I'm going to find this picture for you guys. It's, oh, it's right here. It's called Dawson's. It's called Dawson's on Main. Yeah. It's right in Indianapolis. It is, uh, it's on, like, the Speedway Strip, which is, like, right near the, uh, Speedway, obviously. Um, that was so good. I think I got ribs, and it was absolutely fire. Um, yeah, Cleveland was cool. I got a really good breakfast. It was, like, French toast with strawberries and bananas on it. 
and like the lobby downstairs it was so far we stayed in this hotel um i forget what it was called maybe i can find a uh, picture of it can i go to the map Ooh, i can go to the maps from the picture it's called oh yeah it's a marriott it's called key tower um there there was a guy downstairs that was like a uh one of the door guys i don't know what his name is or i don't know what that title of that job is um but i don't want to like get it wrong and insult those guys um but he was telling me when the Cavs had their uh, championship parade through Cleveland, they like stayed in that hotel, and he met or he like dapped up Kyrie, and he said he was talking to LeBron James's mother because she didn't tip him, and he was being stingy about it. And Braun like literally came over and was like, "Yo, what's the issue?" Um, this guy was telling the story. He might be capping. I'm not like making this shit up. Um, it was just like black dude and he had like all this memorabilia downstairs signed by the Cavs team that was like that they left while they were there which was like really cool um I definitely don't have a picture of that which would be fucking sick if I did let's see um what was I saying oh yeah and then Braun gave him like a hundred and he like shut up apparently um but that hotel was super cool like super nice hotel not gonna lie um one of the nicest places probably the nicest place I've ever been, I'd say, um, Kansas was beautiful, we went down for my great-grandfather's 100th birthday, which was really cool, um, 2019 is when I was in Cleveland, um, Kansas is a beautiful place, and honestly, I could just see myself one day just shipping it down there, I don't know if I'd love the weather, necessarily considering I don't really deal with too many like natural quote-unquote natural disasters not really disasters but like soup like tornadoes and like stuff like that so those technically are but stuff like that um I've never really dealt with so I don't know how I would handle it but it's just it's so nice down there like I could like I said I could genuinely see myself um living there eventually it's just so I don't know it's so cool I, I don't know I've also been to um it's funny because I went to an Atlanta Braves game in Atlanta before I went to a uh a Red Sox game which I live like three hours from so it's kind of funny um I really want to find these pictures of this hotel I want to see if I can like did I uh, see if I took a picture of anything? Probably not. Oh, yes, I did. Holy shit, I did. Um. Oh, it's all Ohio State shit. I'm just kidding. What is this? What am I even looking at right now? Okay, now there is one Cleveland Cavaliers thing. 2016 championship. Braun Kyrie... JR, Tristan, and K Love, I think. Um, and then he has some things from the Masters, which is kind of cool. What is this? 
I can't even read that. Um, he has one thing signed by Miles Garrett. He has two championship rings from the Cavs on the table. Uh, there's a bunch of like things people can sign too. I think these are. I don't even know. The Beatles and Muhammad Ali picture, Triple Crown picture. I don't even know. Don't even know what the hell this is. This is just an Ohio State like towel. And down there is Ohio State's field in like a wide picture. But I don't know. Cleveland was like downpouring. So it wasn't really the vibe. But it was pretty cool, I'd say. I like. I liked it. I just liked. I liked a change of scenery. I, I needed something that was not what I was used to. And on the way home, we uh, went to Hershey Park, which was pretty cool. Um, I don't really remember much of it, for being quite honest. Um, I took so many pictures of, like, stupid shit. Not even, like, just, like, on the drive. And I'm, like, looking back through, I'm like, what the hell? Ew. Cringy pictures, I fucking hate. I'm only deleting these. Um, not of, of, like, the vacation and shit, but... I, like, look at some pictures of myself, and, like, I thought I was popping off, but, like... When it comes to it, I really wasn't popping off. And, like, I'm looking at myself and, like, looking how tiny I was. I was probably, like, 120 pounds. Um, I'm, like, 175 right now. So, like, decent amount up, you know. I'm looking at these pictures, and I'm like, dude. Damn. I was a, I was a tiny tiny piece of shit, not really a piece of shit, but, like, you know, you know, so, like, that kind of shit gives me different, uh, wow, I don't even know how to talk, that type of shit gives me confidence, like, seeing stuff that, seeing progression, like, actually seeing it and hearing that people have seen progression, or, like, understanding that I am progressing, you know what I mean, that type of shit makes me happier than anything else I think um out of any compliment I could ever receive I would like I think my favorite one would be like I've seen like you've grown so much or like something like that you know along with being called handsome but that's really not that's not like the point but I don't know like those just I feel like that means so much more than anything else because that is not just a, like, some compliments are, like, there, I think there's tiers to compliments. Let's break that down. Um, I feel like there's, like, S-tier compliments that are, like, super intricate compliments that they don't give other people. You know, not like a, you're cute. Like, you're cute is probably, like, a a D-tier compliment. Unless, damn, my dog is, like, freaking out right now. Um... But he's sleeping. He has slumped. This is the first time he's slept in my room while I'm recording one of these. And he's, like, chugging right now. But your cute is definitely a D-tier compliment. I feel like it's very, very middle school. I feel like it's very, I don't know. Like, in context, I guess. Like, if you're acting cute, I guess, you can say it. But not, like, I don't know. I don't know. I'll I'll leave it down there. Maybe like very very top is like a C tier. 
Um, I think like, I think you're pretty, or like saying somebody's pretty. Girls might need to chime in on this one. Like the probably like the three girls that listen to it. No, I'm just kidding. Maybe one. Maybe zero. Um, probably zero. Um, definitely zero. But so the dudes. Okay. How do you? Where would you rank? I'm pretty. You're. I'm pretty. Wow. You're pretty as a compliment. Like I think pretty is like calling somebody pretty is like acknowledging the fact that they're like pretty, but I think that doesn't really go beneath the surface at all. It doesn't need to. Like obviously compliments don't need to. Um, I think that's like a. I think that's like a C or a B tier. I think calling somebody gorgeous is an A tier or an S tier. I think that's way better than pretty. I think beautiful is like an A or B tier as well. Um, I think gorgeous is just like a a more matured word of beautiful. Like you are you are just gorgeous. You know what I mean? Like if they're gorgeous, like they're just jaw dropping. Like you could just look at them, like and just not want to take your eyes off them. But you have to, or it's weird. But if they let you, you just keep looking at them. You know. Like, if I'm driving in a car, if, no, if she, no, she's never driving. I'd always drive. I don't even know who she is. Um, I'm normally driving. I like driving. I don't like other people driving, really, ever. Um, Or I'm very uncomfortable if they do. But I'll just look. Obviously not when I'm driving, but if they're driving, ever, I'll just, like, catch a glimpse at them when I look over at them and just, like, stare for a few seconds and just be, like, in my head, just like wow you know like holy shit this girl is like I can't even think of the words you know and I think when a girl reciprocates that if like you're in a car and like they look at you for a few seconds and just like actually like like admire but like something of that nature I feel like that that's a really good feeling like a really good feeling but like a really good feeling and is a, I don't know, I think that's an S tier moment if there's a, a moments tier list, that's definitely up there um, and then looking over and catching them, is just like that's cute, I'll say that is cute but I think I think gorgeous is just up there um, I want to know, I'm going to look this up, what are girls favorite compliments I'm just going to look that straight up and see if there's, like, a a BuzzFeed top ten. Um, girls' favorite compliments. I spelled girls wrong. I said girls. So, girls' favorite compliments. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is the exact type of list I was expecting to get. 101 best compliments for girls to make them feel admired. Oh, boy. I can't wait to find the creepy-ass ones and use them so that girls never want to talk to me again. Um, you have an amazing sense of humor. We're going to go through a tier list. I don't know if I'm going to do all of these, but I'm going to put these in the tier list. So buckle the fuck up. Um, you have an amazing sense of humor. I feel like that's an A tier um, or an S tier. I feel like girls hearing that they're funny um, pats their ego, and I feel like it makes them feel really good. Because I feel like a lot of guys don't call girls funny, and I feel like girls think a lot of guys don't think they're funny 
And that's true. Because the guys, I don't think... I think guys' humor is way different than girls' humor. And I feel like girls' jokes with girls just aren't funny to guys. Personally. But I think if a girl can make jokes around guys and they laugh and like a girl has a really good sense of humor and she's funny I feel like that's an S tier trait and I feel like that makes her one of the boys low key so if you're a girl and you want to become one of the boys be funnier on the boys don't be cringy funny and don't be girl funny be guy funny there's a difference um this next one is my cute girl you always look so cool fresh and lovely that's an F tier compliment if you say that to a girl you're gonna get the cops called on you and you're gonna be the girl in prison um my cute girl to start i'm sorry but no um next uh you light up any room you walk into i feel like saying a girl's smile lights up a room is better than saying she lights up a room because that means she's very expressive in her face like, very expressive, you know? Almost fake in an aesthetic way. Like, a girl, I think, if a girl walks in and, like, lights up a room, I'm closing my eyes, I'm trying to imagine this. I feel like she'd have plastic surgery in her face. Massive, fake, bitch smile. Um probably thinks she's the shit probably has massive tits um yeah I don't know I think if a girl walks in a room or if a girl has such a a, a beautiful smile that is an S tier trait as well there's a lot of S tier traits for girls I feel like they just don't know them um I think being funny a sense of humor and a beautiful smile are all S traits and eyes I am a sucker for eyes I love a good pair of pair of uh, pair of eyes right um, I love your style is the next one and impeccable manners I don't second part's kind of like alright if a girl has dope style I'm into it I also like girls of like all different styles or have liked girls of all different styles as in like some girls can just pull off outfits better than others, obviously. But certain types of outfits. And I feel like some outfits just hit so different. Don't know how to explain that at all. But I think if a girl looks cute in sweatpants, she's already uh she's already an A tier girl. Maybe a B tier girl. Like she could be I don't know. Next one. Um, there's nothing more beautiful than your smile. See, exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's like an S tier. And he threw the beautiful in there. I think that's an S tier, an A plus tier compliment. Yeah. Um, next one is I love your hair. Um, I said that to a girl at work yesterday or last night, technically. I went into work and a girl that works at Walmart, she has pinkish hair that fades into something else and I was walking into a room and she was walking like across another room and it caught my eye 
and I used my own three second rule. I literally didn't say it for the first second. And then I was like, no, Drew, say it. And I was like, I really like your hair. And she goes, oh, thank you. And I was like, you're welcome. And that right there already made me have a good start to the day. And then after that, the night kind of went downhill and then back uphill. But that's life. Highs and lows, you know. You just got to uh, find a way to average them out or like lower the frequency, you know. Instead of so many highs and lows, just make it mids, kind of. Uh, your body language is so fearless and confident and your fashion sense is spot on. Okay. Your body language is so fearless and confident. I feel like that's kind of cringy, if we're being honest. Um, and your fashion sense is spot on. If a girl's got fashion, fashion's an A-tier trait. Maybe an S-tier trait. But just because they have fashion doesn't mean it works. You know? Maybe not. You have such an amazing personality that there is never a dull moment with you. Girls' personalities. If a girl doesn't have a personality, if you're dating a girl for her looks with zero personality, I absolutely don't like you. Like, or maybe I do like them because they're taking the girls I don't want to ever talk to and the girls that never want to talk to me off the market. Actually, those guys keep doing your work. If you like a girl that for her looks and you have she has zero personality and she's into it, go for it. I I hate, absolutely hate girls with no personality. Like, I've never cared for a girl with ten out of ten looks. Like, I'm not saying that I've never thought that anybody I was with was ten out of ten looks. But I've never dated somebody because of looks. That's not that's not it, you know? Like, there's this thing where you can only you can only be fake or act something for six months. That's why a lot of relationships fizzle out after. Um I just I don't there's no universe where you're gonna catch me with somebody just because of their looks. Like if you're a boring person and you're a dry ass person and you can't like dry as in like dry talker, you don't really talk much, like you're super like I don't know. If you're just not a person that I'm really happy or energetic or fun to be around, I'm just personally not. You're not my type. Um, I love how confident you are is the next one. I feel like that's an S-tier compliment. Um, I feel like that's an S-tier compliment for girls that aren't that confident and that are more shy. But I feel like if you're saying that to a girl that's obviously super confident, I feel like her response is going to be, I know. And side rant if you ever say I know to a compliment that I say to you please never talk to me again that is the most I'm gonna shut the fuck up moment ever like if I say you're really pretty and you say I know or if I say you look good well if I say you look good today and you say I know that's like showing a level of confidence but like Personally, I don't love girls that are, like, the most overconfident. Like, I feel like that's that's not more that's not that attractive to me. I like the girls that are, like, confident about themselves, obviously. But not girls that are, like, I don't know, I know type girls, you know. I feel like that's just very, 
not stuck up, but like, uh, I can't think of the word for it. I don't know. Girls just, there's a bunch of different tiers of girls. Uh, you have such beautiful eyes in the next one. Uh, that's what I was saying earlier. S tier compliment. Great sense of style is the next one. S tier compliment. You are so beautiful and savvy. Okay, we're done. We're done with this list. Um, that one's no. That one's that one's a, that one's a D tier. I don't think any girl would ever ask for that to be to be said to them. Um, on complete different news, um, the NBA draft was last night, or the draft lottery was last night, and the Spurs got the number one pick. So they're gonna get Victor Wembanyama, and he's like this seven foot fucking something absolute beast from France. Um, I bet if I looked up Victor, it'll pop up. Right, Victor. Yep, Wembanyama is the second fucking option. Um, how tall is he? He is. What the fuck? Oh, that's freaking frustrating. Wikipedia doesn't want to tell me how tall he is. Go to, yep, I was just going to say, I'll go to ESPN, and the first sentence of their article will be how tall he is. Yep, seven foot five. There you go. He has this, he has this ball handle that is so solid. Like, he's, I don't know. If, if he doesn't follow the track of every big man ever having foot or knee or ankle injuries... I think he could be fucking amazing. Probably top 10 centers ever if he's that much him. I don't know. We'll see. Um, what else? What else? What else? What was I talking about before that? I don't know. Compliments. Like, I think compliments. Girls receive a lot more compliments than guys, so I feel like girls are more accustomed to them. And I feel like guys, when they get them, they mean a lot more and they hold on to them for a lot more or a lot longer because they don't get as many so if you're a girl out there and you want to say a compliment to a guy or you want to say something to them be straight up with them because guys don't like making the first move because guys don't like getting rejected or getting exposed to a bunch of people for like rejecting somebody or being rejected you know if you think something about a guy you kind of just have to be forward with them. And you have to be obvious because a lot of guys don't take hints. And I am one of those guys. I think I was talking about this last episode. But I obvious, I very obliviously skip over hints. because, Or like subliminal hints. Because I want them to be straightforward. Like I hate when they're like... When girls are like super low-key or like super like... They sprinkle super small stuff in there. I want you to just be straightforward. Like... I think that's attractive. Like, if you know what you want, tell me what you want. Don't be, like, very timid when it comes to that. You know? But, I don't know. I just think girls being straight up, like, you're really cute. Or, like, obviously I said that's not, like, a great one. But, like, a lot of girls say that first, I guess. As, like, a, not like an icebreaker, but, like, a a very level one compliment. Or, like, handsome. I feel like... Handsome is my favorite, my absolute favorite compliment. I feel like that just is like, that is the gorgeous for guys. Like, gorgeous for girls and handsome for guys. That's how I feel. Some guys might feel different about that, but I think handsome is a very mature, manly version of being called, like, gorgeous, (laughs) I guess. But, I don't know, I think that's a, 
that's always been my favorite compliment. Like, I don't know. I call my dog handsome because my dog is handsome. But he knows it. He's a fucking, he's a stud. Just like his, just like his brother. Just kidding. But I feel like an animal today. I uh, did arms. I had like half an hour to hit arms because I don't have my car. Because my car is shitting itself. Um, but I hit the gym for like 40 minutes. Went home. Um, I hit arms. I hit 12 sets of biceps. Nine sets of biceps, 12 sets of triceps, and three sets of shoulders. Um, yeah. It was a good day. Felt massive. The pump felt really good. Like an arm pump. I haven't really gotten an insane arm pump recently. I've been kind of slacking on arms, which is kind of funny because you would think me being a dude, I'd be ripping arms, but no. Um, yeah, I took one picture, like, maybe like five pictures, and the first picture I felt fucking jacked in, so, I've been looking recently at older pictures of me, I've been trying to look at like how small my arms were, and like how small my legs were, and I'm comparing, and comparing in a healthy way, not comparing in like a, not like a toxic way, but like, you know what I mean, um, but like my arms are like at least double the size of what they were, even three years ago. And, like, that's obviously me growing. I'm turning 21 in, like, a few weeks. So, it's obviously me growing up. But in the same breath, I think, I don't know. I, I'm just glad that I can see that improvement. And I'm glad that, I think I'm just filling myself out. Like, I feel like I'm filling my body out. Like, I feel like I have the frame to be bigger. Obviously, I think everybody does. Not everybody, but a lot of people um, I just need to put the weight on, gain the muscle and put the weight on, and, like, gain the, he- like, weight the healthy way on, not just, like, fill it with a bunch of bad shit, because, like, whatever you're eating goes into the muscle you're building, and, like, if you fill your muscles with shit food, it's gonna be shit muscle, right, but I've been trying to take more videos of myself, and, like, not, like, working out and shit, kind of working out, but, I've been trying to see more progression. Like, I've been watching a few months ago some of that stuff compared to, like, now. And, like, the progression feels so good. And, like, even if it's not recognized by anybody, I don't need it to be. Um, There's this lady in the gym. She's older. I made a joke today that she looked like she was 45. But she's apparently way older than that. Um, She's in amazing shape. And uh, we were talking about that. She, like, runs and does all this stuff. And she told me, she's like, no, you look, you look amazing. So I, I came out of the bathroom and I was like, I told her, I was like, sometimes I have to remind myself that I'm like an animal. Like, you know what I mean? Just to like get myself like hyped up. Um, but she was like, no, you look amazing. Like you look great. And that hearing stuff from older people, I feel like means so much more because it's so much more genuine. Cause I feel like older people don't just like cap about that shit. I feel like people younger and like more in like my generation and the one before just, like, cap the hype people up, not, like, all the time, not everybody, but I feel like it happens a lot more, so when you get a compliment from somebody older, I feel like it means, like, 50 times more, I think, because, like, you don't have to doubt it or question if it's genuine or anything, so, you can tell I have trust issues, (laughs) and, like, I have, like, 
people when people tell me things I don't believe them and I think people tell me things just to hype me up and I don't know if they actually mean it so when people tell me things I take everything with a grain of salt but that's something I need to start working on I think a lot more um I actually want to get I want to get my notebook of like the uh the questions that I was talking about like the uh the one question each day for five years and I want to I want to make these like a not a obviously a daily occurrence by like filling them out but an episodely occurrence of uh I don't know I want to answer this question so I have to go to whatever the date is and I'm glad I filled out the ones previous or the ones prior because if I didn't do that I feel like I wouldn't know the dates because working overnights kind of throws me off with like dates and stuff because two hours in my shift, it's technically the next day. And that alone throws me off because when the sun comes up at like five now, it's like, whoa, it's got to throw me off. But, um, this one is, Ooh, May, what did I say today was the 17th? Yeah. May 17th. What? could use a makeover in your life damn what could use a makeover i feel like i feel like i don't feel like my make i don't feel like my style because i feel like i love my my aesthetic like my my style and that's not being like egotistical or whatever but that's just me being confident in what i wear more now than i was before um if something would use a makeover what would it be I would say my attitude, but I feel like that answer, I feel like a few months ago, that would be my answer. Um, I feel like I've worked on my attitude a lot more. Um, I would say I'm trying to look more optimistically, but I feel like I look really, I don't know, I feel like I look for realism, and I feel like that's not a very optimistic way of thinking, because I feel like being optimistic can kind of overlook um, realism sometimes and kind of like skip that, you know, and like not really consider it. Um, what could you use a makeover? My car. I want a new car. If, uh, if my car issue is more than like a grand or two, I'm going to go look for a new car and put a down payment on a car and just say, F it. Um, I have some saved up, so it's like, if I did that, I feel like then the question next would be, how would I pay for that while at school? So, I feel like in the same, I'm going to use this, this, I feel like this, I'm not using this right, but in the same breath, um, I feel like I wouldn't be able to do school while trying to make enough money to do that. Um... I feel like I just stay home, save up a fuck ton of money, work a shit ton, and take another semester off, which would suck, because then I'd basically take like a year and a half off. But I know I have to get out of the way, but at the same time, I don't want to rush it just because of a timeline that I'm setting for myself. I feel like I'm advancing my life a lot more than I should be. But I feel like I also can't advance in my life as much as I want to without finishing this. 
But at the same time, what if I never use a certificate I'm getting in the future? So it's basically just a waste, but it's not at the same time. So I don't know. That's just a lot of shit going through my brain. Um, I could use a makeover. I'm going to say, I'm going to say my, I want to say my car, but that's like a very shitty answer to that question. Like I, I like kind of answering these not deep because some of these just aren't deep, but I like answering some of these like kind of deep. Um, I'll read the past few I've done. Or I'll read one of them. I'll find, like, the best one. Um, let me see. Um, what makes your life complicated? That's a very solid question. That's the first one I really fully read out of all those. I kind of just looked at them and I was like, nah, that one's too long. Um, what makes your life complicated? I feel like for me, ooh, I feel like for me, I make my life the most complicated because I feel like I overcomplicate things and I feel like I make small issues, big issues less now than I did before, but pretty recently I've done that. Um, I feel like I downplay issues that shouldn't be downplayed and overplay issues that shouldn't be overplayed make small things into big issues and I feel like that's a very bad trait for me personally because I do I don't know I kind of get ticked off by super small stuff when I really shouldn't and it's like that's gonna come back to bite me in the ass again eventually but if I work on it then I won't really have to worry about it much Um, I've been working on that recently and I've been working on giving myself a few seconds to react to something that would really piss me off before reacting because kind of just shouting what you think without thinking about it and just saying it instead, putting it from brain to tongue instead of like rinsing it through your brain again, um, kind of kinda is not good at all, obviously, um, but like I said, I feel like I complicate my life the most, um, I feel like work doesn't really complicate my life, I feel like school, like, my, my, my thoughts about the future are kind of blurry, because I'm going back to school eventually, I'm not gonna say when, because I don't even know when yet, who knows about tomorrow who knows if tomorrow I win a bazillion bucks and I never need to go back to school again and I just go live this other dream instead like if I'm being honest machining is not my dream I got into it because I loved it in high school I went to college because I got a scholarship for it pretty much got it for free I'm pretty much going to get it for free I'm going to pay a few grand get it out of the way have a certificate for machining, right? Like precision machining, metalwork, stuff like that. Now, some people may be thinking, that makes a lot of money, you're stupid not to do it. Okay. Yeah, say it makes a lot of money. If you're not happy doing it, it's never going to be worth it. And that's why people say, if it doesn't feel like a job, like, if you love what you're doing, it'll never feel like a job for a day in your life. Like, you'll never feel like you're working a day in your life, you know? Which is kind of like, so beyond true. 
I don't want to ever get into a field where I feel like I have to drag my ass to work all the time. And yes, there can be bad days at work. Like, you're never going to have a good day every day. Nobody's ever going to have a good day every day. And it's so hard to get everybody on the same page every single day when so many emotions and so many different things are going on. Um, I need to make a mental note. I need to say this to myself so I don't forget it. Uh, I saw this thing on the news today about depression that I need to talk about. Um, But it's just, I want to be doing something I absolutely love. And I've said this before, my dream job is being a statistician. I want to sit courtside at at sports games and and like, keep the stats that's like my dream job i'm super into numbers love analytics one day that's what i want to do um i'm i don't want to go to school for it i don't want to do anything like that so am i ever going to get it probably not but if there's a way that you can be a statistician without going to school for it and you can plug me up and pause um you can be my plug and get me into something like that whoever is out there if i ask one thing from you that's what I ask. I'll still keep making the pods, and I'll, it'll be even more entertaining because I'll be talking about the games that I'm at courtside, and I can interview the players and do all that. That would be, not interview the players, but, like, I could ask them in my pod eventually. Like, I feel like that would be the coolest shit, if I'm being honest. That is my dream job, and obviously I should pursue that. But I don't know how, and I'm going to use that as my excuse, a complete bailout to why I'm not doing it but I don't know I want want to get to the point where maybe even podcast blows up and I just become something like this where I talk to people for a living and people listen to me that would be a new dream come true like within the past three years or two years no I'll say two years that's been like kind of my dream is to get it get on a platform where I can where I can help people and get and live off of it like and not feel like and and give good quality work because I don't feel like it's work you know like the job I do right now it's so simple I feel like it feels mindless like I'm making money but I'm not stressing I'm not doing the most you know what I mean obviously I could be doing a lot more and all that stuff but that's, I'm not going to be that hard on myself right now. I'm doing all right. I'll take it as that. But one day, I want I want to get somewhere, you know. I want to get somewhere with, with the, th- the skills that I'm naturally very good at. And I feel like I'm naturally becoming a better talker eventually. Obviously, I sound like shit sometimes when I talk, and it just, like, doesn't make sense. But I want to become something and use this like voice for something and I want to use that analytics side of my brain and the statistics side for sports and like imagine I can be like a statistician for the LA Lakers that would be a literal dream come true because I could sit courtside at the Lakers games any games maybe just in stable I don't know how that'd work but any games sit courtside and watch these games literally just like I do right now like when I watch sports games I will not miss a second of the game or I'll like pause it or like I'll run to the bathroom run back like stuff like that like I hate missing a score 
because then I don't know where the points went. I don't know the points came from. Like, I, I, that's just how my brain works. And call me crazy for it. But I love knowing how the Lakers scored 115 points or how the Denver Nuggets scored this many points. You know what I mean? Like, I was watching the game last night, and there was a three-pointer that was... There was, was a two-pointer that was called a three, and I knew it was a two. But they kept it as a three, and then, like, five minutes later, they come back and go, oh, this was this. And I was like, in my head, I was like... I already kept that stat, so I was already considering that, and, like, I already put that towards the point total, and, like, in my head, and stuff like that, so, I know I sound like a nerd, completely, but that's just how my brain works, and that's, I feel like I have to use that eventually, for something, I can't just let that go to waste, because how many people, obviously, there are probably a lot of people that want to do that, but how many people, is that their dream job, you know? So, like, when I break it down into that subcategory, that gives me more hope. As in, like, the competition level isn't as many people as, like, oh, who wants to go be a fucking quarterback in the NFL? You know what I, you know what I mean? But there's also 32 of those. And then there's probably only, like, a few Lakers statisticians. You know? I think there's only one because every time they shout him out at the end of the game, it's only one guy. But I'm gonna I actually want to I'm gonna find that out right now. Los Angeles Lakers statistician. Not to be that guy, but I'm coming for your job eventually. Um, I'm coming for your job. So when you retire, hit me up. If this ever gets to you and you hear this, and you retire, please hit me up. Chick Hearn. Okay, Chick Hearn is a statistician for the Los Angeles Lakers. Shout out to you. If, like I said, you ever get to a point where you want to retire, let me know. And I'll come, I'll come, if you want to be my mentor, I'll be under you for a year or two, a few years, and we'll, we'll make some work. All right. I don't know how much you get paid, but I don't even care how much you get paid. Because even if it's, give me 10 grand, I don't care. I'll make it work. If I'm living my dream job, I will make it absolutely work. Because, like, there's nothing you can trade over genuine happiness. And reducing stress in your life makes you live longer. And there's nothing you can value more than time. It's like time is money at the end of the day. And, like, if you put your money right in the right spots, every day you're making money. No matter what you do. You know? So... Just something to think about. Something to sit on. I feel like I say that a lot. It's just something to think about. But I feel like a lot of random things I say are just shit that just sits. Shit you think about. Um, also, I have one thought today. So I picture this earlier. Um, it's in Boston. Why don't they call dispensaries bakeries? I feel like that's a genius idea. I feel like somebody needs to take advantage of that. And if I just gave somebody an idea and they make a bazillion dollars off it, just give me a little bit and we'll be all right. You know? But, uh, yeah, I think that's going to be the end of the episode. Um, I had an episode the other day for Mother's Day. I titled it Heroes Day. And I went back on my Mac 
and hit the X button without saving it, not knowing it. So I went back to check for the file to post it, and it was gone. So happy belated Mother's Day to everybody out there. Uh, Heroes Day. To all the single mothers, all that stuff, all the happily married mothers, all that. Even if you have two mothers, shout out to you. That's kind of hot. Um, I hope you guys have a great day. And follow the Instagram in the bio. It's kind of growing. Um, Lost End Time Pod on Instagram. Um, 58 followers. Shout outs to that. Um, before I end the episode, I'm going to check the podcast stats. Because why not? Right. 251 listens as of right now. 22 followers. Shout out to y'all. If y'all don't follow this podcast, um, follow and rate it as well. Um, share it with anybody. Get it out. Get it to somebody. Help a kid make his dream come true. His new dream come true. Shout out to everybody in all the different countries that listen. Uh, 1% in Germany. 1% in India. 1% in Singapore. 1% in Canada. 1% in Chile. Like, what the hell? That Shout, shout out to everybody that's... How how the hell did y'all hear this? I don't know how y'all heard this, but if y'all heard this, I appreciate every one of you guys. Uh, shout out to the sixty nine percent of listeners on Spotify, um, even the twenty one percent on Apple Podcasts. Um, shout out to you guys. Um, seeing my age demographic is also super fun to look at. It's like it's interesting. That's all I'm gonna say. And shout out to the to the 11% of the people that listen to this that are between 45 and 59. Shout out to you guys. Y'all are, uh, y'all just listen to a 20 year old over here. So if y'all got some knowledge, drop it below. If anybody's got some knowledge, drop it below. I want to, uh, I want to hear anything you guys have to say. If you, if you can tell me something right now that I'll learn before I learn it in the future, drop it on me. I love knowledge. I'm a sponge when it comes to knowledge. So I'll, I'll listen to anybody when it comes to that. So, yeah, um, follow the pod, follow the Insta, um, answer the questions in the polls. Um, there was a few people last episode that said it was their first pod, so shout out to you guys. Um, I wonder how you guys found this, but that's a story for a different day, I guess. Um, I love all y'all. Um, yeah, I'll see you next episode. Peace. Broken by this woman named Tammy But hoes gon' be hoes So I couldn't blame Tammy